locally, with family and friends, House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you enjoy the viewing. The book of Hebrews, the 8th chapter. We're going to begin here with verses 1 through 5, verse 5 being the main text. Hebrews, the 8th chapter, verses starting at verse 1 through verse 5. And once again, we welcome you here at House of Destiny those of you that are here and those of you that are in TV land throughout the world, we welcome you. And we're glad that you've decided to stop by and either tune in or visit us or be with us as a part of us in this ministry. The title of our message today is The Prophecy of Your Destiny. The Prophecy of your destiny. And I counsel you to <clears throat> have your ears open to God's word today because God is going to speak to us in such a way that if we catch on to what he's saying, it will change and direct our life if we implement it and allow him to implement himself in us, it will change our lives dramatically. Once again, the title of this message is The Prophecy of Your Destiny. Do you know that you have a destiny, each of us? Many times, a lot of us don't understand that we have a destiny. And in this destiny, God has given us a prophecy. In this destiny that we have, it is essential that we understand what destiny is and what the prophecy is. You see, you can't have the prophecy spoken into your life by God without having a destiny that's involved in it. And you can't have a destiny without a prophecy being spoken. You can't do it. All through the Bible we see where the Lord, he took and he gave prophecy to man. He told Jeremiah, Jeremiah, before you were formed, in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I sanctified you, set you apart, and ordained you to be a prophet 
unto the nations. That's a prophetic utterance there. Before we were ever created, God had already predestined us and he had already foreknown us. To foreknow us means that he had already spoke a prophecy in our life. To predestine us means that he had already put that prophecy to work in our life and it would present itself as a destiny to us. To be predestined means that your destiny with God is already allocated. Amen? Amen. So when we look at the Lord and the mission that God has us on, we see that God has already got our back the way that it's supposed to be. I want you to read Romans 8, 29. Read Romans 8, 29 with me. Get to go there just for a second. Hold your place where you are. Romans 8, 29. Amen? Say amen when you get there. The word of the Lord says, for whom he did what? For no. That's a prophecy there. He said a prophecy in us. For whom he did for no, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. You see, he hadn't created us yet, but he foreknew us. And he had already predestined us to be conformed into the image of his son. We already have a date with destiny. Every person has an individual prophecy within themselves that is designed to bring them into their destiny. No man, woman, or child is left out from having a destiny. God has set us forth, and he said in his word, he told Jeremiah, Jeremiah, I already got you. He set a prophecy in motion with Moses. He said, Moses, go back and take them out. Take them out of Egypt. That's a prophecy. Moses hadn't did that yet. You see, you have to have a prophecy spoken in your life before you can go forward. But where there is a prophecy spoken in your life, there's also a process. And we don't like process. Man does it. We don't like it. Because process causes us to come out of what we like to do. In order to get what God has for us, we've got to do it God's way, right? So, God sets a prophecy in us, just like he did Paul when he was talking to Ananias. He said, look, I've set him apart as a vessel. He's a special vessel. And I got to show him the things which he must suffer, prophecy of his destiny. And at the end, his head was chopped off. Prophecy. You, you, you see... 
We went and saw a movie called Noah yesterday. I advise you to go and see that movie. Brother Roderick was there yesterday. Did you enjoy that movie? Good movie, wasn't it? It let it us. If you know anything about it, if you go and see it, you'll see just how difficult it is to live for God and to obey God because God will give you some hard choices to make. See, that's part of your destiny. You see. Oh, it's all right. Devil don't mind us playing church. Never has, never will. But when you get contact with God, you want to have some things that's going to challenge you real good. Because it wasn't cheap to save you, and it's not going to be cheap for you to be saved. Did you understand that? There's a flip to it. Regardless of what religion tells you, no, it's not that easy. It's not that simple. So you need to make up in your mind today whether you really want this thing or not. Because if you want this thing, then you're going to have to make some very hard decisions. Very difficult decisions. Things that you don't like to do, you're going to have to do. You're going to have to be some things that you don't want to be. You're going to have to say some things that you don't want to say. I'm talking about the prophecy of your destiny. Now, Abraham was given a prophecy from God. Abraham, Abram, I want you to leave your country, leave your kindred. I want you to leave your household and go into the land which I will show you. I want you to leave that and go where I tell you to go because what I'm going to do is I'm going to make you the father of many nations. And it's going to be through you. All the families and the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. That's a prophecy of Abraham's destiny. And let me tell you something. Your destiny is not for you alone. Your destiny is always to bring others to the table. That's what Abraham did. That's what Jesus did when the prophecy was spoken into him. He became the firstborn of how many? Many brethren. You see, your destiny, people, see, that's why we have to come outside of ourselves because your destiny is designed not just for you, but for others. Your blessings, your money, everything that God gives you, your health, your talent, it's not just for you. It's for others. Because it all belongs to God. But we are so selfish. It's mine. Where were you when you didn't have nothing? Suppose God would have felt that way. See, we need to remember, church, where we come from. How easily do we forget? And when we forget, then our peace leaves us, our notoriety leaves us, our humbleness leaves us, and a lot of other things leaves us too. Sometimes even our life. 
So every one of us has a prophecy. And that prophecy is spoken into you before you were ever created. And it is designed to bring you into your destiny. So God said, now, I foreknew you. That's the prophecy. And every prophecy that's spoken into you also has the destiny that's in it. And every destiny has a prophecy spoken in it. So what God does is God speaks the prophecy into you. You don't come with life comes with a package called prophecy. Do you understand that? Your whole life is a prophecy. A prophecy is nothing but a process. You start on one end, you end on the other. It's a process. And every, what I like about God is this. Every once in a while, through this process called life, God will come back and he'll revisit us down here on earth and remind us about the prophecy that he placed in us. It keeps us on the right track. You understand? That's why it's so important to be among the saints and be among the knowledge of God because it's very needful in our life to keep us guided in the right way that we're supposed to go. It is the enemy's desire that you lose your soul. This enemy that's against us is not playing with us. He's for real. And because we can't see him, we don't understand. So what we do is we fight against flesh and blood and we tire ourselves out. But it's not. We're not one another's enemies. But it's a spirit that's prevalent that's trying to keep us from our destiny. And it's a spirit that's trying to block our head from the prophecy that God has given in us, knowing that if it can keep us from hearing the word of God, because faith cometh by hearing, and hearing cometh by the word of God. And how can they hear unless they got a preacher, and how can he preach unless he's been sent? It's impossible. So the devil knows this, so he plays on us, all of us, in order to fulfill your destiny. You'll have to find your prophecy that's been assigned to you from God. God speaks into the lives of the people, the destiny that he has for them. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go around here and for God's sake, don't go around here listening to everything the prophet liars are out here saying. That is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that God speaks to you. But you cannot hear God speak to you if you're not connected with him. You have to be connected with God. How do you get connected with God? Through his word. It's impossible to get it any other kind of way. If you abide in me. And my word abide in you. 
You can ask anything that you want to, the Bible says, and it will be given unto you. Hebrews 8, starting at verse 1 through verse 5, says, Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum, meaning this is the total of it all. That we have such a high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. Talking about destiny. Started out as a baby. Hmm. Look where he ended up. Back. But he went back with something else that he didn't have before he came down. He came, he went back with a soul who was named Jesus. See, 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 you think that, 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 that Christ, Jesus Christ, you think that Christ is Jesus' last name. No, 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 you got that all wrong. See, Christ is the office that he holds, the Messiah, the anointed one. Jesus is his earthly name. It means Savior. See, when Christ came down, Christ didn't come down with Jesus. No, God prepared a body for him. And they named him Jesus. And God had to prepare a body for himself. And then he went in him. And when he went in him, and got him, he took his soul back with him. Now the two became one. The same process is going to happen to us when we get saved, you see. The spirit comes down, attaches to our soul, takes it back with it if we pass the test. You understand? You understand? Think of it like this. You plant a seed. If the seed never germinates and grows into the plant or the tree, you can pull the seed back up and all you got is the seed. If the seed comes down, call the spirit in you and you don't do nothing with it, guess what? It goes back without your soul. But if it germinates, then it takes your soul back with it. When you pull a germinated seed who's become a plant, a tree, out of the ground, don't, it take, don't you pull up some of the ground with it? But it has to germinate, doesn't it? Otherwise, you just get a seed, right? Nothing is attached to it, right? Is it clear? I'm talking about the prophecy of your destiny. Not mine, but yours. The word says here in verse 2, Hebrews 8, verse 2, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which is this tabernacle here, which the Lord pitched and not man. You've got to understand what we're talking about here now. We're talking about building spiritual sanctuary. We're not talking about having church now. No, they do that some at them other folks. What we're talking about here is building this thing up inside. There's something going on inside of us. And this word is what causes it to happen. The Bible says in Verse 3, that for every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices, wherefore it is of necessity that this man have somewhat also to offer. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest. Talking about Jesus. Seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law. He's talking about the Levite priesthood. Jesus wasn't a Levite. He came out of the lineage of, the, of Judah, which is praise. A whole new priesthood came forth with him. Whole new priesthood. Now we're kings and priests, the Bible says. We're the priests. We replace the Levitical system through Jesus Christ. Who serve unto, verse 5, 
Here we go. Who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. Watch what God said. Thou, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed to thee in the mouth. Do you know how to follow instruction? We're talking about following the instruction. See, that's what the prophecy is. The prophecy is instruction. And God revisits us time and time again through this life. And what he does is he reminds us of the instructions. Because he knows we've got a way of forgetting the instructions. Because of, yeah, because of the things that we attach to down here. That's why it's so important, you see. That's why the word saying the multitude of counselors dwell safety. Because, see, we so easily to forget. So we need to grow more and more in the grace of God. And what you ate yesterday, you don't need to be eating over again. You got to eat something new, something that you don't know in order to learn more, right? right. Or you just keep going round and round in a circle and funkadelic. George Clinton say, hey, you know, a dog chasing his tail, they get stir crazy. You know what I'm saying? He get dizzy. You going around and around. And church folk doesn't got dizzy. They know what to do. They hit the organ. They flip. They holler. They jump. They shout. But no change. No power. No word, no power. Say it. No word, no power. No word, no power. Y'all don't sound like y'all got no word in you. I said no word, no power. Did it hurt? Did it hurt? See, you go in the wall, you're in a wall, but you sound like mouse, mice. You know what I'm saying? So the devil looked and said, look at them. They ain't working with nothing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You got to stand flat-footed with that devil and let that devil know, not, not today. Not today. That was a time, but not today. You understand what I'm saying? He says, now I need you to follow the instructions here. And make sure that thou make not something, but all things according to the pattern showed to thee in the mouth. So whatever it is that God is showing you, make sure you do it the way God showed you. I hear people all the time coming through house of death. Saying that the Lord, telling lies on God. The Lord told me to do this. The Lord told me to do that. The Lord told me to do this. The Lord told me to do that. And two weeks later, they're doing something else. That ain't God. Church folks, stop lying on God. All of us. Stop, just, just don't do that. Stop telling lies on God, church folk. Church folk. 
Stop telling lies on God. God don't tell you to do and then turn around and tell you not to do. Come on, y'all. What kind of God is that? That's a flip-flopper. And God said, I place my word above all my name. So it's impossible. Absolutely impossible. For God to tell a lie. It's absolutely impossible for God to be double-minded because the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Well, what about a double-minded God? If God told you to do it this way and then you're going to do it, wait a minute, now hold up, which God are you listening to? I question your God. You, you, see how, you see what I'm saying, don't you, church? We're all guilty of it now. God told me. Y'all, everybody done said that in here. And did just the opposite. No, God, done, God told you when it was convenient for you. And then when it didn't get convenient for you, now, now, now see, now you're you listening to another God. Well, how many is it? I'm just asking. How many is it? How many gods you got? Solomon? How many you got? Look over here in Isaiah 55, 11. Talking about this prophecy here. Isaiah 55, 11. We're talking about the prophecy, right? Now here's the deal. This is the prophecy. Here's where you got to have faith. Here's where you got to have understanding. Are y'all there? Verse 11 says this. Verse 11 says this. So shall my word be that go forth out of whose mouth my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. For it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. I'm talking about the prophets. God speaks a word. Include your life. Now you gotta make this thing personal. Because here's confidence and here's hope. God say, now this word that I spoke into you, it ain't going to come back void, see? That's God speaking. Now God said that I place my word above all my name.